You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Help! We suck at being newlyweds. With Dean Ungler. Halen Miller-Keys. And Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of Help! I Suck at Dating. Or Help! We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Holy sh**. Starting off this podcast with a bang. I'm Jared Haven, joined by... Kalen and Dean. Jared, what's your deal right now? Why do you seem so sad? I seem sad? You seem really sad, and I seem sad, so... There's just a lot of things going on. I, uh... I, you know, there's a lot of uh, things that Audrey's happening right now that are putting uh, a lot of stress on me, but that's okay. We'll get through it. And then Ashley um, got a business opportunity which is so cool i don't even know if i mean i'm sure i could talk a little bit about it but she is when this podcast comes out she'll already be away but we found out last night that she's going to be away for a couple weeks and she's leaving when we're recording tomorrow so that obviously changes a lot of things right now what's the business opportunity it's a tv show which is very cool someone dropped out and then they called her and was like hey you know would you be interested in doing this and uh, it's a really cool opportunity, so we really couldn't say no. Um, but yesterday was just crazy because I had a, a few employees at Audrey's let me know that they weren't going to be there anymore. Some people that I rely on a lot, and it wasn't anything bad. They just got a different opportunity, and they really needed to take it. And so there's a lot going on there, which makes me nervous. And I'm in Virginia right now because the whole point of this, I wasn't supposed to. I worked Monday, left uh, work at like 3 and then Ashley and I got on a plane at 5.30, flew to Virginia because I didn't have to be at work till Audrey's on Friday again. So I was like, we can go home, visit your family, hang out for a while, and then, you know, just come back. And it'll be fine. It'll be just chilling and I can do everything remotely. But then, of course, yesterday I got the the news about Audrey's. And then Mother's Day is coming up, which is always just like the most chaotic time for restaurants. And then last night, literally at 10 p.m., we got a text uh, from our agent saying uh i need i need to talk to you right now there's an opportunity that literally just came up uh that's a really good opportunity but it 
it we need an answer in like the next 15 minutes hmm. and if 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 you say yes you're getting on a plane uh an 18 hour flight uh on thursday so i was like okay all right cool uh you know but it's all good things all good things wait well except for the people quitting so these people quit and they just left they didn't give you like a notice or anything no no no, no, no. they gave me so they gave me two weeks notice um one gave me two weeks notice another one gave me about three three and a half weeks which is really nice um but we have a big um because we hire a lot of uri students and we're losing a few employees and then hiring other employees for the summer because it is kind of seasonal so the people that we're hiring are not able to start until about May 20th because they're at school right now. And so they don't get back. And the people who are leaving are leaving a little bit earlier because some of them are graduating and then they're moving out of their house and there's like a whole to do. I mean, you guys remember college. So it's like, oh, I can't work the last like week and a half. So there's about a two week period where we're short staffed because we are losing our employees and then we haven't been able to get the new employees in because they're not starting until a little bit later and plus they're new employees so like when they even start they're not gonna be ready to go they have to train but then simultaneously that two people that i fully anticipated being here for the summer texted me within an hour of each other um which they felt really bad about because they didn't know that the other one was quitting <laughs> and so they're like you got to be kidding me and then so I got a call in the morning from one of the managers who was like, hey, listen, this sucks, but I got a really good opportunity and I need to take it. And I was like, totally, I get it. And then an hour later, the, the other one texted me. was like, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I was going to wait till you got back. But hearing the news about the other person, I want to give you as much heads up as possible. I will be leaving at the end of the month. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Mm. So anyway. Not so it's it's okay. I'll get through it. I'll grind through it. It'll be fine. But then obviously, let it. You know, it was like, hey, listen, Ashley. I, you know, the next couple of weeks is gonna be a little chaotic for me. Well, um, Ashley's gonna be gone in Australia filming a show. Though. Exactly. And then all of a sudden, like seven hours later, we got the phone call. Well, so what are you gonna do then? Because if you have to work more now that you are short staffed, but Ashley's gone, yep. so how is Baby Dawson so, gonna <laughs> survive? Uh, he's fine by himself. I'll put Miss Rachel on. It'll be great. Uh, Audrey, Audrey, Ashley's mom is going to come with me. So we're going to fly back to Rhode Island together, I think on Friday and Friday morning. And Lauren is going to come help me in Rhode Island as well. And then we have an actually also funny story. So we have a nanny who comes three times a week, which is great, but she's on vacation right now, but she's back next Thursday. So it'll just be kind of like a family affair for the next week, week and a half. And then the nanny will come back and hopefully, you know, work an extra few days. She's great. So it's all right. It's just whatever. It's it's all good. Just a lot on the mind. That's all. Well, it's not all good. I mean, I guess you're happy for your employees, but you're also bummed that they have to leave Audrey's. I know it sucks, man, but I get it. It's a business, you know, it sucks because I just work so hard to try to be the best boss possible. And it's still at the end of the day, like they're just going to leave. And I have to remind myself of that. Be like, it's not like it. I know it's nothing personal. I know it's nothing malicious. I know they love their job. But if an opportunity comes up, especially like the other one of the people are working in a restaurant in Newport and you guys have been in Newport. I mean, that place crushes it. If you're a server or bartender in Newport, you're going to make bank. So it's like you got to, you know, you got to take that. Is that what they're um, moving to? One of them. Yeah. The other one um, is kitchen. So they got a really good opportunity at a full kitchen, different place, different restaurant, and um, just more opportunity for growth because I can't really offer growth right now. We have one shop. 
So it's not like I can be like, hey, you can move up in here and then buy into it or get promoted. It's like this is kind of your position right now and I can't give you a raise for the foreseeable future. So and there's no else no other place for you to grow because yeah. you're already a manager. So you're kind of stuck until, you know, I figure out if we're gonna open another place or not. They could just take your job. They could take them at my job. It's not it doesn't pay that well. Yeah. It's the only thing. But but you love <laughs> it, you know? I know, I love it. You know what's so funny too is that it's my cousin's birthday coming up and we planned, they're planning like a cruise dinner thing, like a cruise. It's like a boat ride for a couple hours outside Newport. They call it a cruise. But then there's a dinner and we're like, oh, okay, Ashley and I will be able to go and get the babysitter. And then yesterday, a buddy of mine texted me and was like, hey, listen, I'm, we're all going to this cruise thing. We're going to be in Newport. We should play Newport National, which is a really nice, nice golf course. So I asked Ashley, I was like, hey, listen, before the cruise, would you mind if I go golfing? Because, you know, it's 18 holes. It's four hours. Mm -hmm. So it's a commitment. She's like, no, that's fine. I'll be fine. It'll all work out. And then so I said, I'm down. And then, of course, everything happened with Ashley. So I had to text the guys and be like, listen, guys, I can't golf anymore. I can't go. That's the worst of it all. That might be the worst thing I've heard all, all, uh, all day so far. Well, what's going on in your lives? Um, we just got back from Hawaii a couple days ago. What's today? Yeah, like three days ago. Um, our jet lag, we we kind of dealt with that in Hawaii. So it's been nice to like adjust there. And we've just been working on the house nonstop. My bridal showers this weekend. So we've got family coming in and friends coming in. So we're just trying to clean like crazy before they come. I want to talk about the bridal shower, but I want to ask you guys, do you guys get bummed when you get home from vacation or are you kind of excited? I think I get super excited especially now coming home to our house, like a place that we own and we like put so much into. What about you? Yeah, I was just thinking that, um, you know, Jared has to deal with employees quitting and Ashley leaving him alone for however long. And then we're like, yeah, jet lag sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all perspective. You guys will trust me. You guys will get there. Enjoy your youth right now. I when you have kids, jet lag. <laughs> I mean, jet lag does suck. You guys will get there. Don't feel bad. I promise. Because I'm sure in like five years when you're in baby phase, and I'm like, oh yeah, the kids at school. I'm kind of, I'm gonna go play 18 while, before yeah. I gotta go pick them up at school. As Dean is getting thrown up on. No, that's not gonna be me. But yeah, I mean, you, your kid will be five <laughs> years older five years from now. Um, yeah, I, I like getting home. It's always fun. Like Kaylin said, now that we own a house, and it's like kind of. I mean, the thing is, we get home and we have like so much to do here because I don't understand how people own a house and work a full-time job i was thinking that yesterday <laughs> and like have children or something like that like we are both unemployed and i feel like every day we just have so much to do in this house and nothing like gets done as quickly as we think it will i give people all the credit in the world ashley and i talk about that all the time because even though i work a lot at audrey's we're very lucky that our main income is all remote and ashley gets to work from home and we have a great gig and we have enough money to, you know, help pay for a nanny or a babysitter or help. And it's like, not everybody gets that. I don't know how, I, I just give a lot of credit to a lot of people Crazy. out there who are grinding through this thing called life. Yeah. And you know what? You keep grinding and you, you eat ice cream at the end of the night because you deserve it. Yeah. I was thinking about that last night because it was just a long day yesterday. I was like, I'm going to have some freaking ice cream and I'm going to enjoy every bite of this you bad boy while watching Seinfeld and I'm going to bask in the glory baby you bad bad boy bad, I was a bad bad boy last night it's crazy I don't understand how like our parents did it you know my parents had four kids Caitlin's parents had 
five, six kids, five kids. Dude, yeah. How how did they do it? They were just stronger people. That's what it was. Yeah. They were stronger. That was a stronger generation. Yeah, a little more calloused. Like Ashley and I have one kid, and we have to like buy all this stuff to try to just keep our sanity. Stuff that wasn't available thirty years ago, 10, 10 20 years ago. Miss Rachel wasn't alive back then. Yeah. Miss Rachel wasn't around. Yeah. Miss Rachel was not around. Yeah. How? 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 You guys are just better people. That's yeah. What I think. Congrats to the older generation because we really screwed the pooch for you guys. Um. Well, what else do we want to talk about? Well, I want to talk about um, uh, Kaylin's uh bridal shower this Saturday. Oh, that's this right. Weekend, whatever it is. Yeah, it's this Saturday. I'm excited. It's in Vegas, and all of my friends are in LA or North Carolina or Virginia. So it's like everyone has to fly in for it. So I figured it's a, it's a bridal shower. Like it's pretty small in terms of like bridal events, um, wedding events. So yeah, it's going to be very intimate. Uh, my mom's flying in for it. Dean's sister and his sister-in-law are flying in for it. My That's sister's cool. bailed, which sucks, but what? Yeah. My one sister doesn't have a valid excuse. She's going to the Kentucky Derby, which she's been every year. Um, but oh, that's some BS. The Kentucky Derby. Yeah. First of all, I never understand the Kentucky Derby. Same. It's like this huge thing. Everybody goes. I saw Jason Tartik post. He was like, "Oh, going to the Kentucky Derby," and I'm like, every time I see videos or pictures from the Kentucky Derby, it's like the the Met Gala for sports. Yeah. Because all you do is just go and you get dressed up and then you bet on horses. I'm like, is this really that much fun? Is it that much fun? No. And so she's going to that and. Whatever. I don't care. Um, my other little, my other sister is my baby sister. She graduates high school this year in like a couple weeks and she is in the like state championship for lacrosse and she's the um, best person on their team. So I get that one. Yep. I wouldn't want her to miss that. Um, but yeah, so some friends are driving in on Friday and I've got like a spa day planned for all of us. We're going to the chicks and then Dean will be golfing and he's going to fly in on Saturday because his brother and his sister-in-law will be here. His sister will be here with her husband. Um, so we'll all do something on Sunday. Fly in. Yeah, I'm flying yeah. out. Flying out. Okay, well, here's a little it's more backstory. I can't imagine why nothing gets done. At what the- do you mean it's ridiculous? <laughs> just- <laughs> you guys just get back and then you're like, oh, I'm flying out for a golf no, tournament. No, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I found a, a, a loophole in the Los Angeles airport I don't know if you should say system. this publicly. No, I looked it up. It's lo- totally legal. It's just a loophole. Okay. It's not even a loophole. It's just something that you can do. Um, <laughs> because we visit LA so often and you know, we don't want to drive back and forth every time and I don't want to him. keep I do. Right. But him. Okay, yeah. sure. Sorry. Then I found <laughs> out this great idea that works perfectly fine. Uh, and I don't want to have to have a car out there. So I, you can park a motorcycle at LAX for up to 30 days without having to pay for it. And so as long as you move it once every 30 days, they're not going to tow it. They're not going to ticket it or anything like that. And uh, I'm coming up on 30 days near this weekend. And so I need to get out there and move it. And I was like, well, while I'm out here, I might as well play some golf. It's Cinco de Mayo. I've got a friend's birthday to celebrate. Um, so it's, it's a, you know, there's a couple things, a couple prongs of a necessity on this Los Angeles trip. But I'm still coming back on Saturday and seeing uh, my family and Kaylin and her family and stuff. But that's my that's my LAX loophole. If you it, guys need it to. sounds like a loophole for LA parking, but it also sounds like a loophole for relationships because you're like, babe, I got to go I to LA. I have to go to LA because I have to move my bike. And I figured while I'm there, oh, yeah. why would I not golf? I don't get it. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I've, I have been very proud of this decision because there's many different things that are 
beneficial from it. I get a golf. I get to ride a motorcycle. I get to park for free. I don't have to pay for Ubers. It's great. It's great. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not like the total package. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just looking at you. Well, let's hear what's on your mind. You got a podcast. Let's. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're going to LA for the weekend. Oh yeah, but you're looking at me like. Kaylin, are you annoyed by this? No. I mean, he does it every weekend, so I'm used to it now. Oh, I do it every weekend. What about when the last we're home, two weekends? when we're home in Vegas. Yeah, because weekends in Los Angeles are more fun than weekends in Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Have you, um, Dean? Have you given? Are you going to be back for the end of this this bridal shower? Aren't aren't you? We talked about this on the podcast a couple yeah. weeks ago. You're supposed to show up. Yeah, I'm not going to show up. I'll show up like later that night. Hang out with everyone. No, that's what. It, but you'll show up at the end of this bridal shower. I'll no, show up at coming. night and hang out with everyone. I don't know what time the bridal shower is over. I don't imagine it's going to go for seven hours, though. So. Yeah, but you got to, you got to, you got to be there. Oh no! Like no, I got to be there, bro. I don't. You got to be the guy where every, when you walk in and everybody's like, "Woo, husband's here!" and they give you a little applause, and then no. all these women are fangirling over you. No, that's like the last thing I want. And I, then you, you're the you show off all the muscles, no. you pick up all the gifts. Don't think we're getting put any them gifts. In the car. I don't think I want to do any of that. I don't want people to look at me, so I don't want to like go in and have. Uh, oh, it's a, it's a good thing you guys are having a wedding. Then nobody will look at look at you that day. Well, I'm not going to the bridal shower, so I did. I did a poll on my Instagram page, and it was 51% said don't go, 49% do go. That was all the reassurance I needed. I don't <laughs> see the point of me going. I I asked my brother. I asked all my friends who are married, and they were mostly saying yeah, you're not supposed to go. And I have no remorse about this decision. So they said whatsoever. you're not supposed to go. Not even like, oh, you don't have to go. You're not supposed to go. My closer friends told me not to go. And so I bear zero remorse in this decision. Was there an explanation behind this as to why the husband shouldn't go? It's a because it's the girl's part. It's like the bride's party. I don't want to crash your party. Should husbands attend their wives' bridal shower? Nothing. Uh, like getting to the bottom of this at Google. Should my fiance attend the bridal shower? It's totally up to you. Ugh, I hate yeah, these answers. Hate also, we've just spent three weeks together in Japan and Hawaii here. We could use a day off. You know, I could give Kaylin a day off. Well, you also forgot to mention you talked to everyone but me. You did talk to me about it too. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. I'm sorry. I thought that was implied. Of course. Well, I talked to you many times. Okay. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. I mean, I, I told him when Dean doesn't want to do something, he is in a bad mood. So I was like, if you're... If this isn't something you want to do, then don't come. Right. Yeah. Sure. But I, I mean, yeah, I just didn't want to, I don't want to go. It doesn't seem like it's going to be fun for me. It's going to be fun for you. I it, I don't want to walk in and like, like Jared said, everyone claps and makes a big scene out of things. That's my nightmare. Yeah, it's not for you. It's for Caleb. That's my little nightmare. Yeah. But you're having the party for yourself. Yeah. But I knew um, when I went to Ashley's at the end, like I said, I was, I was golfing with Tanner and then Tanner and I both walked in. I knew like my quote unquote entrance because there's nothing to fan over for me, but I know that like walking in, it's the whole thing. Like, Oh, here's your husband. Isn't that so adorable? Oh my God. Blah, 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 blah. And so I was like, I want, like, I, I know that will be fun and I know Ashley will enjoy it and I'll, I'll enjoy it. Too so you did it. I did it. Yeah. yeah. I showed up in my full golf attire, just got off the course. I think Tanner and I, you know, we did 18 and then we got a drink and then headed over there because Jade was there too. Hmm. Um, Tanner's wife. She attended the bridal shower. And so, yeah, I walked in and, and like it was a whole thing. 
True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Anyways, yeah, so that's good that that uh you're mad at me now for not going to the bridal shower, Jared. I'm I'm not mad at you. Is Kaylin mad at you? Have you guys had this no. conversation? We have, yeah. Okay, so Kaylin, you're cool with this. Yeah. You're yeah cool as, with as long as Kaylin's cool with it, that's the most important thing, obviously. 
Yeah. See, that's all that matters. So yeah, so I have to move my motorcycle. It's uh, you know, otherwise it gets towed, and um, that's the reason that I'm gonna miss out. But like I said, it's also my friend's birthday party, who I never get to see. It's Cinco de Mayo. Um, but it is tricky because my brother and my sister are going to be in town. I want to see them, but they're here for a couple days after. So at least I'll get to see them for a little bit longer. And then I'm seeing my brother in two weeks anyways. Uh, so I, 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 I did a pros and cons list. I weighed everything and it, although it wasn't like a full blown, you know, uh, route and like everything was way over here and there was no cons. It was at the end of the day, I decided, yeah, I know that I might catch some heat for this. But I think that the pros outweigh the cons. My interpretation of Dean making a pro and con list is him spending about 27 seconds thinking about it and then being like, yeah, no, 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 there's way more pros. Well, the thing is, I make a pros and cons. Because you're like, I made a pros and cons list. I'm like, oh, that's just bullshit. I make a pros and cons list until I end up booking a flight, which I tend to do pretty quick because, you know, prices go up the longer you wait. And the second the flight is booked, then there's no turning back. And so... Mm -hmm. Even after I book the flight, if there's more cons that come about, I'll be like, well, crap, I can't do that because I've already got the flight booked. So I'm, yeah. I'm pot committed to this idea. Um, but yeah, so bridal shower Saturday, uh, Sunday. What do we have planned for Sunday? You said you're climbing with your brother. Yeah, I know. But we can, I mean, are you going to come with us? Or are you going to hang out with Ashley? I don't know. Oh, oh, your family's in town? Mm-hmm. Do they want to come? They don't want to go rock climbing. Cool, they won't rock climb, but we can go to the park and have a picnic. And while we're all picnicking, Brad and I can go climb some rocks. Yeah, we'll figure it out. A picnic sounds lovely. Yeah. It's like only one of the few things that we could do with Dawson. That's nice. Yeah. Going out to dinner is just chaotic and, and stressful. I like picnics. Open field, you can do whatever oh, you want. It's great. What's annoying is we, you know, we have both of our families coming into town and no one's staying in our house. Well, yeah. We put all this time and effort into making our house as beautiful as we can for our guests and they never stay. Well, I'm not going to be here. You're not going to be here. So we, we did think your sister was going to stay here. Also, his brother and his sister-in-law don't want to stay here because Alistair is a menace and would probably attack their child. I think that they don't want to stay here because they have a child and they feel bad about... No, I, I think it's Alistair. It's definitely Alistair. Yeah. Well, Is Alistair that much of a, yeah, a he's nuisance? Bad. He's bad. Oh, poor Alistair. Well, we don't know where he came from. He could have... I know. It's not his fault. He could have been abused. Yeah. He, yeah. was, he was fighting for his life in trash cans at one point, fighting raccoons. Yeah. He just now he's being loved that by you too. Um, he's in a very loving, accepting family. He doesn't he doesn't know how to handle it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, what else do we want to talk about? Booty. Uh, two things. One, I want to talk about Kaylin, you mentioned something off the podcast last week where you said that you were off birth control. But I do have a quick question before that. Um you, are you drinking coffee right now? Me? Yeah, I, I see you keep sipping. Um, it's a green smoothie. Of course it is. So you're so healthy. Um, my question for you is because we were talking about this at Audrey's the other day. I wish I was the guy that could drink black coffee because I think that I would be more attractive. Mm. I would be, I they would, I'd be cooler if I drank black mm. coffee. Like if I ever, if if I was single and I went on a date. Man, I wish I could order. I would. I would. What I would want is some sort of caramel frappuccino with whole milk <laughs> topped with whipped cream. But I'm never going to order that if I was on a date. I would order something I don't like, force it down my throat mm. to make myself look cooler, and then afterwards leave, go to some coffee shop, and then get Put like a coffee with face. extra cream and sugar. Well, let me ask you this, Kaylin. Do you think it's sexy that I only drink black coffee? No, I kind of wish you drink lattes. Oh, <laughs> just kidding. Oh. <laughs> 
hold on. But this is also different because Kaylin, you're in a relationship with Dean. So if you, I need you to go back into the mindset of when you first met Dean. Also, yeah. When we were supposed to go on that coffee date six years oh, ago. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it, it, you were supposed to go on that coffee date. So go back into that mindset of a coffee date. If you went on that date and Dean ordered like his black Americana, like you already think that Dean is cool. Do you think like him drinking just black coffee or like black espresso or an Americano of some sort versus like a caramel macchiato? <laughs> exactly. Um, I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't really think it's that cool. I kind of, I see where both of you guys are coming from. Like Kaylin maybe wouldn't um, like outwardly notice it, but I think she would subconsciously see what was going on and then make it like make a judgment based on that. You know, like I don't think. And I think also Kaylin knew kind of who you were, liked you already. Like I need Kaylin to think about if she went on a date with a stranger and this guy showed up and he's good looking and you were intrigued and, <laughs> and you guys went sprinkles to on coffee top of drink. His latte. I know I'm yeah. trying to think of both sides. Like I go on a date with this guy I'm unsure about and he orders a black coffee versus like he orders. If he orders an iced frappuccino, extra cream, whipped cream with caramel sauce on top. And if you have sprinkles, that'd make his day. I don't really think it, it bugs me either way. Or like it, it gives you points or mm. levels up. Well, as a man, I guess maybe maybe you think you're more of a man by drinking black coffee. Is that what you're saying? A thousand percent. Like if when I would go on dates, if I went on a coffee date, I would just if anything, I put a little cream in there and then that was it. I'll never cream and sugar, even though I always drink my coffee with cream and sugar. And then furthermore, if I went out for a drink drink, like a liquor drink, I'd always drink an old fashioned because Ryan Reynolds, excuse me, Ryan Gosling had an old fashioned in Crazy Stupid Love. Mm. He made one for Emma Stone when she went over. And I was like, that is mm. cool. Baller move. Baller move. But even if I was out to drink by myself, I would be like, hey, I'll take the uh, the raspberry banana <laughs> cocktail with uh, two limes, please. Yeah. You know, it is funny if we're out and I'll always order like a whiskey with water in it and Kaylin will order like some delicious cocktail with like lime and ginger and stuff. And I'll have a couple of sips of mine. I like it. I drink it. Um, and then I'll have a sip of hers. And I'm like, wow, that is <laughs> it's so delicious. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when it comes to coffee, I, I would encourage you to get on the black coffee train because I've been drinking black coffee for like 12 years now, probably since I was 20. And not only does it just taste better and it's better for you, but it's also just easier. You can go any, you can get a coffee from anywhere and not have to worry about like whether they're going to over like mess it up or if you have to like add sugar or cream to it. Like just the fact that you can go grab a coffee and then leave is so much easier than having to like do a bunch of ex like ulterior auxiliary things. You know what I mean? I know. I know. It really just was, I was thinking about going on a date and I'm like, man, I would a thousand percent. We're getting Brady buzzed. Oh, buzzes. this is an interesting conversation. Get we're the hell out of here. Buzzed. We're getting Brady buzzed. We're getting Brady buzzed right now. Pretty much the music getting played when we're on uh, giving our speech at the Oscars. I want to know what the, what the listeners think. Do you think it's weird if you go on a date and the guy orders a sugary drink? I, I kind of agree with Kaylin. Like my first instinct is to say it's not weird. And, you know, let your freak flag fly. Like, just it's order. Not, I'm not saying it's weird. I just find that I don't come off as cool uh -huh. or as attractive. Right. Okay. So it's a personal thing. To a date. I see what you're saying. And that's, Like, and I wouldn't feel confident if I went out and ordered the fruitiest drink they have that comes with, like, an umbrella and a banana slice on top. Yeah. While trying to hit on this female and be like, yeah, you know, like, trying to woo her. I, I, so, okay, the reason I want to take your opinion seriously is because you own a coffee shop. 
Like if, if we had Tom Brady on this podcast, I would tr- trust everything he says in regards to football. You're basically the Tom Brady of coffee shops. So yeah. Okay. But the coffee thing, I disagree with the drink thing. I weirdly agree with like, if you're ordering an extravagant cocktail versus like a whiskey neat or like an old fashioned that that's where it's different for me. Hmm. Okay. I don't know why. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. 
So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. We've been Brady buzzed, so we do need to move on to the next uh, topic, which is... I don't know. I, don't, I feel weird bringing these topics up. Do you so. want to talk about my birth <laughs> I was control? Say, are you really uh, building this up? <laughs> well, I, I think it's Jerry's responsibility to bring these up because they're about Kaylin and Dean. So, you know, I don't want to be like, next topic is me and I'm talking about this. Um, well, our host chat in the email right here that we have is Kaylin wants to talk about, doesn't want to talk about, but Kaylin has talked about getting off of birth control. Um, and I know you talked about it a little bit on this podcast. Yeah, I've talked about it a little bit. I haven't talked in depth about it, but after we had your SNP doctor on, I have never gotten so many DMs in my life just about people also getting off of birth control. And I would love to have a doctor on or talk to a doctor who isn't pushing birth control. Um, and that's what the DMs were. And that's what I've talked to like people on Instagram, my friends, everyone who has wanted to get off has been persuaded to stay on or get back on by their doctor, which is kind of frustrating because I feel like my body is so like, I'm so much healthier since getting off. Um, but even my gynecologist, like I haven't seen her since I got off and I'll see her at my yearly visit and tell her, but she's going to be like, you should get back on. And why do they push it so much? That's my question is like, is there a kickback or I know there are benefits for birth control. And she's always like, well, it could prevent this type of cancer and, and all these things. And like, yes, um, pregnancy prevention and it helps with cramps and whatever. But I wasn't getting my, I was getting my period like once every four to five months, which doesn't seem healthy. And then I hear about people having PCOS and having so much difficulty getting pregnant. And I'm like, this What's PCOS can't be, again? Sorry. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I've, got, I've got a question. So if you take birth control and then it limits your periods to once every five months, let's say, does that make your, does that make you retain more eggs? And okay. so you can theoretically have babies later. In the uh, I was thinking this because of what Lindsay Hubbard said. I'm like, do, I don't know if that's how it works though. I mean, it makes sense because you only have a certain amount of eggs until they're all dropped. And then, so if you're only dropping one egg, two eggs right. a year, then you theoretically yeah. would have six times more than it seems like it would benefit you right but i don't know i just want to say that uh p pcos before we move on just so we all know it's uh what ashley has which is polycystic ovarian syndrome which is just really bad acne on the face pretty much but i i've seen a lot of people like victoria's secret models especially post about having pcos and having difficulty getting pregnant because of it Mm. i don't know maybe it's something like hormonal that that gives you acne but then there's something more hormonal happening on the inside yeah, probably. Well, Ashley, so Ashley takes um, something called spirulacatone, mm-hmm. which I believe. It's crazy that you know that. I just, I see the, the bottle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I know she, spirulacatone, what does this do? It's something to do with acne, I believe. Yeah, it's like a heavy duty acne. So Ashley's on birth control. So Ashley's on birth control and she's on spirulacatone. So she knew that she had to give up both when we were trying, mm. which I think is, so you, but the spirulacatone helps the acne that you, the, from the PCOS? And I think the birth control helps the acne as well. Oh. Wait, I thought the birth control gave you PCOS. No, birth control can help with acne. And that's why a lot of people won't get off. Like some of my friends are like, I'm terrified to get off because I don't want to have, get my acne back. But you have perfectly clear skin. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, it's a great compliment. <laughs> um, yeah, Ashley had to give up both. So maybe the Victoria's Secret models were talking about how because they're models and then their face truly is their mm. moneymaker. 
that they were having difficulty getting pregnant because they're not going to give up on some medicines that help with their acne, but maybe it was, it also- had to do with their weight too. Like, you know, they're so thin and, and they went through all of this to become Victoria's secret models. Um, and this is like back in the day when it was way more toxic. I remember yeah. like reading someone's post and she's like, I couldn't get pregnant and maybe it's not PCOS, but I'm pretty sure it was PCOS. And, but anyways, all of these things made me want to get off of birth control. And I just want to talk to a doctor that isn't pushing it and can see the benefits of not being on it because I feel great. My periods have sucked. Like I feel like I'm back in middle school where it's like the cramps are debilitating and I just like need to be in bed all day, which I haven't experienced on birth control. Um, but that's like the only negative. I feel like before I got off, there was like this dark cloud looming over me. And then I got off and it's like, I just feel so much clearer. I feel happier. And there are so much, be- so many benefits and I just don't understand like why the doctors are pushing it. Mm. Obviously, there's something I'm missing. I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. What, the doctors haven't told you like, hey, this besides the stuff that we already talked about, hey, this is why you should continue doing birth control? I mean, I've, I've talked to my doctor about getting off so many times and she always tells me just to stay on. And I've talked to my friends, so many of my friends, and they're like, my doctor kind of talks me back into getting on or staying on hmm. or trying something else, like trying an IUD. And it's like, I don't want any of that crap in my body. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder, like you said, if they're, cause you know, like if doctors, if doctors obviously in private practices, they make money off of their patients. And so I wonder if it's like, you know, you're spending insurance is spending $60 a month on your birth control. They're getting 40 of those dollars per month per patient. And so maybe that I, that's just what I would off the bat assume. Yeah. And then know. I'm like, is that such a negative way of me for me to look at it? Like there's got to be something no. I'm missing. We live in a capitalistic yeah. society. So it's like everyone is always out to get a buck. And I, yeah. I don't, know, don't really think doctors are really all that different. I mean, yeah, what they're doing is great. And they're such a necessity and um, they're they're required in our society. But like at the same time, because of the in, like insurance and health insurance and stuff, like mm-hmm. they're always trying to make as much money as they can. I just want some it honesty. It's crazy how they... Because I'm, I'm reading on the website and it says that the combination pill, the birth control pill, can help prevent or lessen acne, bone thinning, mm. cysts in your breasts and ovaries, uh, ovarian cancer, yeah. serious infections in your ovaries, uterus, tubes, etc. Uh, iron deficiency. I wonder if this study was put out by a birth control company. Like, look yeah. how great our birth control In iron deficiency, I was on birth control for 10 years and still had an iron deficiency yeah, you were iron deficient af yeah but now how well you're also my iron i feel like it's i need to get tested but i feel better i'm not like as freezing cold all the time have you noticed i have noticed also i started eating chicken again so that could be it that's true a lot of iron and chicken mm. yeah so that's that's good i wonder Are you um, a vegetarian i was a pescatarian for a few years and then i um yeah, I haven't talked about this you, publicly. And then you because, just saw a chicken sandwich and you're like, I'm done. I got to have it. No, I started working out like um, more intensely and I wasn't getting mm-hmm. enough protein. And so I, and, and fish was grossing me out and I couldn't like vegan protein wasn't working for me. So started eating chicken. fish was grossing you out. You're a pescatarian. Yeah, but, but, but I was a pescatarian. So that was like my only source of protein and I was eating too much of it. Ah, uh, mm. that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. That's a little bit about me. That's interesting. That's interesting. Thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> um, are, so you're not worried about getting pregnant? Um, well, I've got my app. I've got natural cycles and I trust it until I get pregnant. <laughs> right. I think I trust it. I trust it. It's tracking my ovulation. You can't get pregnant unless you're ovulating. As long as my ovulation is correct, we will not get pregnant. As long as my pullout game is correct, yeah. we're not going to get pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, between the, the you know, pull and pray method and the ovulation. I mean, the thing is, though, I I do feel like I hear stories quite a bit where it's like, oh, I, I shouldn't have gotten pregnant and I got pregnant. So yeah. it obviously, you know, if you guys are having sex, which I imagine you are, and you're not on the pill... Well, I mean, we'll see. I mean, like you said, I mean, if you guys get pregnant, you know. But also, I've heard that it takes months after you get off birth control to actually ovulate. So hopefully that's true. I don't know. I don't know if this getting off birth control is a long term solution, but I do feel a lot better and healthier and happier. So that makes me think it is. I, I, what was it exactly that made you want to get off birth control? Was it that you were feeling like crap? Um, I was just getting so angry about like, just little things and I couldn't pinpoint it. And I was in therapy. My therapist is like, are you on birth control? And I said, yes. And she's like, you should really consider getting off because then you'll be able to target like where your emotions are coming from. And I have been able to do that since getting off. <laughs> and they're all from Dean. All from Dean. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but do you, yeah, Interesting. Yeah. You know, you want to make the system as least complicated as you can. So by removing birth control, you simplify the system a little bit. Is that common? Is that a common side effect of birth control? Irritability? Um, I don't know. It was for me. And and there were like more issues on it as well. But that was a big one was just not being able. It was just so weird. I was like, why am I angry all the time? And then I get off and I'm like, oh, I'm happy. Yeah. Why are you angry all the time? I'm not anymore. <laughs> that was a really angry way to say that. Yeah. For all the listeners out there, she's choking Dean. Right I'm not angry right now. <laughs> yeah, I guess I've noticed from my perspective, because you've been off birth control for what, like six months now? I think like three, maybe four. Okay, for four months now. Uh, you seem generally happier, I guess. You guess. Yeah, no, I guess. <laughs> but also, I'm just, uh, I've just been kicking ass as a fiance. So it, again, what is it? Is it that you're off birth control or is it that I'm just such a great partner just to have? Dean dominating the fiance game, really. <laughs> The bridal shower will be a real test. If she gets angry at me for the bridal shower, then we'll know for certain that it's me and not the birth control. What do you, how is that? Where's that logic? I don't know. I just am talking about oh, Okay. Right yeah. That's so. My coffee yeah. still hasn't hit me yet. Um, well, yeah. It's black coffee. I mean, I'm proud of you for getting on birth control. If I was a girl, I could never see myself taking birth control. I hate taking medication. I mm -hmm. think it, the, like, if you rely on medication all the time for things, and I know birth control is different, of course, but like, you know, antibiotics, for instance, sure, they serve a great purpose, but people abuse antibiotics and then they become useless at, over time and you get, yeah. you develop a, a bunch of stuff with your gut that's really bad. And if I was a girl, I think that I would never want to be on birth control too. So I respect your decision to be off birth control. Thank you. But I go back to my original point. I don't know if there's a doctor out there who can support not being on birth control, but I would love to talk to them if there's someone out there. Because I want to know if like there is something I'm missing. Yes, the ovarian cancer and like there are so many benefits, but there have to be benefits about being off of it too. You should go to med school and just get your uh, me MD and then. Okay, in 10 years. And then you can just decide for yourself. If you need the, if you need an answer, you should go straight to the source. Just, just for the research. That'd be myself. such a baller move. People are like, hey, why'd you go to med school? And you're like, oh man, I just really needed to know if birth control was worth it or not. That's like Jess Clark going to, um, like being obsessed with skincare and then now she's an esthetician. Yeah, it's not just like that. It's not just like that. But <laughs> I mean, look at Jess now. She's crushing it. She is like so booked out with her facials. Right. She's a great esthetician. But I think that was just like more of a general uh, excitement and interest in this. And then versus like wanting to answer one question. 
Yeah, you're right. You know, um, but yeah, like I said, more power to you. Keep doing what you need to do to stay happy because a happy wife is a happy life and I want <laughs> to have a happy life. Yes, you do, my friend. If you want to golf, then you better make sure Caitlin is Off happy. birth control. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, either one. Yeah, so that's where we're at. Um, bridal shower this week. Next week, Caitlin's going to be in Los Angeles all week. So we're actually going to have to record separately, I just realized. Oh, yeah. Um, Caitlin, oh. Is, Caitlin is bailing on me going to Los Angeles. Sad day. I've got my wedding dress fitting next week. You get uh, wedding dressing? Uh, wedding dress fitting. Oh, is this your, just comes in. It's not your first one, right? First one. No, you're, oh, it is your first one. Mm-hmm. I am hey, Jared, how, how far out of the wedding do I get my tuxedo fitted? <laughs> the day before. Oh, okay. That's easy. <laughs> um, I got it fitted like, I guess I picked the tux like a month or two beforehand. Oh, and okay. Then got it fitted and then I got it like a week before the wedding and then just went into a seamstress and they just did like little touch-ups. And did you go to a place in Rhode Island? Yeah. Okay. For the touch-ups? For like the, like to pick out your tuxedo and everything? Well, I did Black Tux. So I got the, so you should contact Black Tux. They're awesome. I would do it if they paid me, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to not get paid for that. To wear a free tux? No, because I want the specific long tail style. Oh, and they don't have it. They don't have it? No way. Is black. I mean, I don't think that they do. It's very specific. And I want to, I would probably have to either go here or Los Angeles to do it. But the thing is, I'm going to lose 10 pounds before the wedding. So I can't get measured. It's okay. You can get measured and they can fit it to you. Yeah. I'm not going to be, sw- I don't want to be swimming in my baggy tux. I they want a nice slim fit fitting, form you. fitting. I'm working on this form and I want to be able to show it off. Dean, right before we left for our trip, he was like, I think I don't want to drink until the wedding. And I was like, okay. And then he's like, starting now. And I was like, on vacation? I don't know why. I was like, uh, I kind of want to drink on vacation. Yeah, of course. Right? Like cocktails. It's, it's normal. Get back to the room. Have a good time. Yeah. And then um, we did it. And like Japan, we didn't have a single sip of alcohol. <coughs> Hawaii, same thing. And then the last like two or three nights, we were like, okay, we'll just have a drink at dinner. And then. Well, I had to watch the Nuggets game. I had, I had to drink beer during the Nuggets game. Yeah. Oh, oh I wasn't even going to bring it one day. <laughs> it's always like, isn't it so funny when everybody's like, oh, I'm going to do sober, you know, January. Yeah. And they're like, well, it's playoff, well, NFL playoff. Like, I can't do that. And then February comes around and you're like, well, it's the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day, so I can't do it. But it was nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was just hard traveling um, and not drinking booze because it's like so much, especially as like an adult, and it's just so weird to say this, but like, so much of traveling revolves around drinking. Like if you have to kill some time, you're waiting for like something to open, you're waiting to catch your train, like have a beer, have a have a margarita or something. But we felt, but yeah, waiting that's at, Waiting true. at the airport, have some beer while you're waiting for your flight. And, and Tokyo, it's like, it's just bars open at night. So we would go to bed at like 6 or 7 p.m. because we weren't drinking. <laughs> but it was really nice because we weren't bloated. We didn't feel gross. Um, we went to St. Lucia and we drank so many pina coladas one time that we left the vacation just feeling disgusting. And it was nice to come home from vacation and not feel like that. Yeah. And I was looking every time I was like kind of wanting to have a beer, I would look, Google how much be how many calories are in a beer. It's like 150, 100 to 150. And I'm like, oh, if I have six beers, that's 900 calories. That's like a full meal, basically. And so. Yeah. You know what you could also not do? Have six beers. No, you no, could no, have no, beer. no, 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 no. I can't just have that's one. That's crazy. If I'm not going to, if I'm going to have one beer, I need to have six, not like need to, but I want to have six. What's the point of just one? You know, I want like a little buzz. A little, uh, six beers gives you a little buzz? Yeah. Oh, six light beers? Such a lightweight. 
over like the course. I don't of four drink hours. light beer. That's why I, I guess maybe like I drink, I drink like mostly Sam or Sam seasonal. I'm such a New Englander. It's so stupid. If I'm gonna have like IPAs at a restaurant or something, I'll have I'll have like two IPAs. Uh, that's like my yeah. max on IPAs. But yeah, like light beer, I could have six six beers. That would be the only time not drinking would bother me is if we were out to dinner on vacation. It was like our last night. Yeah. Like, we had oh, one. Like, I'd like to have a glass of wine. We had one night in Hawaii where we had a couple drinks, um, and it was nice. Yeah, but it was it was an interesting <laughs> yeah. vacation of just like not drinking. Yeah, it was nice. But uh, like you said, we were going to sleep every night at six or seven p.m. because the time change was kind of messing with us a little bit. And and it, the only thing to do at night is drink. We would go to dinner. We'd finish our dinner, and we we're like, "All right, time for bed." Yeah. All right. See you later. But also my sister is uh, like 160 days sober now. And so I got to text her and be like, Sky, I'm 14 days sober. And it was just cool to be able to like talk to her about that because I'm sure she was excited and I'm sure she was happy to talk about her sobriety because, you know, it's a big deal yeah. for some people. Yeah, yeah it was it was funny at dinner. Um, we still hadn't had a sip of alcohol and we were at this nice dinner set up by the hotel. And Dean's like, she's like, we have a bottle of Prosecco. But I heard you guys aren't drinking. And Dean's like, oh, you know, I'm 15 days sober, but fuck it. <laughs> she was like, well, wait, why are you sober? Yeah. Well, I just got out of the recovery program, but hey, you got the Prosecco. Let's crank. Let's cork that. It was her reaction was like, uh, I don't think I should serve this to you. Yeah. And it, I, I don't consider myself an alcoholic at all. Like I can tr control my drinking. I don't need drinking. I drink maybe, I mean, maybe once a week. Like when I say when I drink, it's like maybe a glass or two. But I was trying to think of how much money it would take for someone to say, hey, you can't have a drink for, in, for two years. Two years, you can't have a whole drink. Like, how much money would I need to do mm. that? Because I do, like, you know, 4th of July cookouts, you know? Yeah, I'm going to crank open a, a high nooner, you know? And, Golfing. like, enjoy my life. Yeah. Golfing. Like, playing softball. Like, dude, I don't know. It's such, like, a bonding experience. So I wonder how much money it would take because again, I don't need alcohol, but I just enjoy it. Mm -hmm. So I would be like, I wonder how, like, it would have to be, like, if someone came up to you and said, hey, you guys, I'll give you $100,000. Uh, $100,000. I probably wouldn't do it. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> For two years? Two years. $100,000. Uh, I'd think about it. I'd think long and hard about it. Uh, and then. So would I. What would I pay? Would I have to pay $100,000 if I failed? That's a great question. Because <laughs> no. if that were the case, I would not. I would not do it. $200,000. I think it would take him like a million or two million. My first number in my head was a million, but I would be like, I would totally do it for 500000 Oh, I think 500000 I would definitely. And it's so funny, too, because it's like, consider. you're like, oh, man, I can't drink for two years. But I bet you after those two years, you'd be like, wow, those were probably the best two years of my life. I remember everything. I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm like super clear headed. And yeah, you know, what's funny is if you made it to two years, you might not never drink again. You probably you're probably already a millionaire at that point because you've been <laughs> drinking so, clear. so long. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're like uh, Bradley Cooper on the limitless pill. Um, anyways, you know, we kind of rambled this episode a little bit I know. and I apologize for that. It's, it's mostly my fault. But uh, I just want to say uh, before we part ways here, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Jared, thank you for sharing your uh, life update with us. I'm interested to see what happens. I want to know what show Ashley is going on. You can tell us after this. Yeah. Um, and one one other question: Are you you're not part of the show? Just she is. Just she is. Okay. So that's why. So I'll be with Dawson, which is fine. 
but um, it's just the times where I have to work mm. and you know get things done. Did I'm you like, see oh, Taisha no. and Joe are on this um, HBO show? Yeah, and or I think Amazon it's produced by Alon. Alon, yeah, yeah, because Alon was yeah, that's awesome. What the heck? Where's my invite? It's a competition yes. show. I would thrive in a competition show. You guys will be on season two, uh, so hope it does well. And then you'll be—we're putting it out in the in the air right now. So Alon, what, uh, what is it called? The Goat. The Goat. Yeah. See, you guys know. You guys, season two, here we come. So the Goat season one is going to do so well, and then they're going to invite. You know, they're going to do a brand new season, all new cast members, and uh, Dean and Kaylin Bell at this point. Uh, will be cast for season two of the goat. I wanted to be in the first group, though. I don't want to be in the second group. No, you want to be on season two because season if season one does so well, season two will only do better. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah, it'll be more of a culture base. phenomenon mm-hmm. by then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look at Paradise. Nobody remembers who was on season one of Paradise. Did they even have a season one? I think I thought they just went straight <laughs> to just... season two. <laughs> right to season two. We'll skip one. We'll just go right to season two. All right, it's well, perfect. Hey Lon or Bill, if you're listening, set set us up for season two. We're down. We're we'll play we'll play ball. We'll we'll uh, stay sober. Actually, I don't know if you guys want that or not, but <laughs> I don't think that's playing ball. <laughs> um, but anyways, that's gonna do it for this week's episode of Help We Suck at Being Newlyweds. Thank you so much for listening. Jared, thank you. Easton, thank you. Hannah, thank you, Kaylin, thank you, Dean, thank you. Um, be sure to tune in next week. We're going to have another episode in a couple days here, some emails, and be sure to tune in for that where maybe we suck just a little bit less. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at help. We suck at being newlyweds and email us at newlyweds at iHeartRadio.com. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. We'll see you next time. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.